Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. My mic wouldn't unmute. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, happy Christmas still because we're still in the 12 days of Christmas. Today is 10 Lords of Leaping, so happy 10 Lords of Leaping. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the mysterious L. Uh, I'm also here, my beautiful babies, and of course Haley didn't need to mention that it's still Christmas because you just had to look outside. And, uh, everyone is still clearly celebrating Christmas. They're big fans. Uh, Do you yeah, see my lights? My, my, I just watched Mike look out the window. Mike, did you see a lot of Christmas out there? Santa Claus still creeping. A lot of <laughs> lights right here. It it uh it, when Christmas on Christmas at my, at my area it was fifty degrees out. Like I we we we're not, we're not even having winter this year. We are just having a very long fall. That is all we're having. And at some ill-defined point during that fall, we celebrated and gave gifts to each other. And now we are just continuing the fall trend. I can't wait to be wearing shorts in February and people will be just telling me, yeah, there's no such thing as global warming or climate change. I'm like, I'm wearing shorts in February. Something is wrong. That's, that's it's, just... it's also California is underwater. Yeah. I wear shorts in February and also all of the state of Texas burned to the ground over the summer. So I think you're wrong <laughs> about that. They'll be like, no, we have data to show that we're right about it. Yes. Like, right, cool. Sorry. Ah, yes, data. 
I, yeah. I, like don't get me wrong i love data when it's used for good but also like you can you can present anything to someone as data and just like that word will just but god it's like if you just like flip your wallet really fast in, in front of somebody and just show them like your driver's license or whatever like you'll trick some amount of people into thinking you're a cop he's like yeah can i get through every cop and it's just like i mean granted that's very illegal don't do that but you could probably get away with it in a lot of situations <laughs> or just put on a high vis vest go wherever the fuck you want high visibility vest and a hard helmet yeah excuse me i need to get to this barricade oh absolutely sir you're wearing the helmet. I mean, that's yeah. that's the uniform. You get to go. Like, right. dude, yeah. I met Moby one time doing that. That's not true. But I could, probably. <laughs> yes. Before Haley needled mm. me about it still being Christmas, which mm-hmm. it is only to the select few special people who <laughs> celebrate biblical Christmas, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, I was I was sad for Mike Reigns, very sad, because he peaked creatively with whatever two buttons he accidentally hit to turn our fucking our intro song into that spacey banger. I like it more every time <laughs> I hear it. I don't know why I keep being surprised by it. I guess it's because we had our other theme song for almost three years or whatever, but uh, it's also really good. Yeah, it is really good. But like it's really good in like a way that you wouldn't expect from just having accidentally mashed a couple of keys like you know it actually like again it still sounds so intentional it's got like a like a, it's got like a richness to it like a like an nes 8-bit game about space some barely known japanese composer who at the time was 20 and just getting out of college just working his ass off to crush it like the silver surfer soundtrack fucking the silver surfer soundtrack for the nes has no possible excuse to go as hard as it does especially the intro theme like the one you see when you're like looking at the 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 start menu just fucking insane so crazy and it's just like why nobody's gonna play this dude like (laughs) it's it's never gonna happen sorry nobody cares about silver surfer not even now during the peak of surfer culture it's like dude he's too hard of a sell he's a weird alien on a surfboard like i don't know (laughs) listeners if any of you are DJs, you are, you have our permission to throw it in your set. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, re- remix it. Yeah. Yep. Remix it, throw it in your set, do anything you want with it. This but if is, anybody uh, asks you, whoa, where's that song come from? You tell them. Yes. The yeah, you, 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 tell them you tell them this weird podcast where we talk <laughs> about right-wing nut jobs on the internet who think JFK Jr. is alive. And then, be like, and, then, and then half of the time, the people that you say that to will just immediately vanish from your life or mm-hmm. get very angry and start debating you. <laughs> uh, and that'll be fun. They'll be like, you know, I don't know, man. They have a point. No, they don't have a point. Fuck <laughs> You shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm in the trenches, motherfucker. They do not have a point. Oh. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, oh man! I, I had we had a uh, I had a like uh, something that QAnon would care very much about happened at my uh, casino this week. Uh, we had a guy in the women's room that was uh, super uh, like bizarre. Like basically, this woman just like like walked over to me and said, "There was a man in the in the women's bathroom. There he is!" And she started pointing at this guy that was like walking through the casino floor, and we eventually found the guy and grabbed him and talked to him. And apparently he, his reaction was the men's bathroom was closed and I wasn't going to make it to any other bathroom. So I had to do it. And, um, that was bizarre and really weird. And I feel that I use the men's bathroom all the time. I was like, (laughs) Oh, this one's going to be held up and this one's empty. I'm going in. I'm not waiting. This is not, it's the same bathroom. I don't care. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, my favorite is when there's Fight places me. that have like a, like a family room, like a family bathroom. Mm-hmm. It'll be like an incredibly terrible men's room, a women's room that I'm not probably like supposed to enter just based on the social construct. So that, and then in the middle, there's like a family room where I'm also not supposed to be, but I'm just like, look, of the two, I'm going to that one. Like I'm just going to bang into that family bathroom real quick. I know that there's a baby changing thing in there. I get it. If anybody's behind me with a baby, I'll apologize on the way out. I'm <laughs> in, I'm tinkling in the toilet. Like what the fuck? <laughs> that that was what was parking spot. This will literally be moments. I will be done in actual moments. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was what, that's what made it like so jarring. Was the guy apparently didn't see the family bathrooms that were right there and just immediately was like, "Women's bathroom only play." It was just like, "Oh man." I mean, he could and, have actually been a prevert. Like, you know, there 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 are oh, a percentage of people that are just preverts, and they just want to oh, do preverted things. Oh, I don't know. I, I I mean, I have no idea the guy's actual story. We basically let him off with a warning at, as it would go. But the thing that was so funny was, um, the, the, like, security was talking to this woman, and an employee walked over to me. He was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, this guy walked into the woman's bathroom. And the guy said to me, it, is, is he trans? And I was like, oh, my God, they've brain poisoned you people so fucking badly that you just jumped right to that because, like, that's the indoctrination that's been just pumped into the world. That's, that's all that transgender okay. people want to do. Hey, pump the brakes out there. Like, granted, I just want to be devil's advocate because sometimes the devil does need to advocate. You know this person better than I do, so I am sure that that is the proper vibe for that. <laughs> but I don't think that universally it is bad for somebody to react to being told that story by being like, well, is the person trans? <laughs> that, that seems like it might be a valid question, like, before you stick security on this person for coming out of the restroom because they have an Adam's apple. And you're just like... Yeah, I woman- actually used the wrong bathroom not that long ago. Um and I saw that there was a urinal in there, and I'm like, wow, very progressive of this fancy restaurant of them. And then I go to the the bathroom part of it, like the toilet part of it, and then a man comes in. I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong bathroom. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I, yeah. You know what was funny? It happens. The- it happens. You ever get drunk? <laughs> the, the, like a couple of years ago, one of the big functions I went to, they converted just all of their restrooms uh, into just all gender restrooms, like across the thing. This is like a huge event. I mean, they see like 20,000 people over the course of a weekend. Uh, so, like, I was shocked by how not jarring it was. It, don't get me wrong. I walked in the first time. I was like, it's time to do this. I need to use the restroom. I walked in the first time. I was a little jarred up front. There were like women doing their makeup in there, like guys coming, like walking away from the urinals and shit. It was the wild west in there, but that was only for like a moment. It was like the, the shortest moment, like as long as it would take for an old timey switchboard operator to pull out the plug that says that's weird and plug it into a hole that says that's fine. I was just like, Oh, all right, cool. And then I did my business and I fucked off because that's what you do in a bathroom anyway. So like, I don't know. Uh, I, w- I just wish everybody else would get over it. Like, uh, unless it's like, hey, they're in here with a camera. Then it's like, okay, cool. That's, you know, now we're, now we're, in, right. now we're in fucking Dr. Disrespect territory. And that guy's a piece sure. of shit. So. <laughs> wow, the Dr. Disrespect name drop. 
I mean, I mean, he was the first guy that came to mind when it came to people who got publicly fucking, you know, criticized for filming in a public restroom. I, I, <laughs> you I, don't get a lot I, of those. Well, I, I knew his name from other things. I didn't know he had done that. So, wow, that makes him even shittier than I knew him to be. So, fuck that guy. That's awesome. Boom. I, I, I had hated that guy before, and now I can hate him even more, justifiably. That's great. Wow. Well, I mean, let's chastise. Let's not forget to chastise you for your unfounded hatred. Okay. Fair. That's not true. I You're not going to get any of that from me. My New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution is to go a little more dark side, and that I'm going to, like, I'm learning to embrace the the hatred inside of me. I don't like stuff, and that is fine. Like, it's perfectly, <laughs> it's perfectly cool for me to not like stuff. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna start getting defensive when people try to tell me it's not. It's like, hey, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to harsh your mellow. You're entering I- your grumpy old man phase. Congratulations. See, I feel like grumpy. I'm not grumpy though. There's just stuff that you're grumpy. again, like I compartmentalized all this stuff into like almost all this stuff into pop, pop culture nonsense. But you know, it's okay, like, grumpy. I, I don't think it's grumpy to think that Doctor Who sucks. <laughs> I think it's just having good taste, and that people that like it have bad taste, and it's fine. We can disagree on that point, and you can think that I'm the one with bad taste, and that's great. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to stop you from watching Doctor Who. Don't try to stop me from hating it. I will fight you. <laughs> Verbally, <laughs> but they brought they brought back one of the old doctors. It's wild. It's great. The, the only one I ever one? liked was Eccleston, which I think is the one that most people liked the least. So I just don't think Doctor Who is for me. It was the first one of those that jumped to my head. There's a lot of them, but uh, Doctor Who is also with one, one of, of us. Is, does Mike like Doctor Who? Is no, there someone? No, on no. Here? Oh, okay, we're just we're just no. hating. I went for something that didn't seem like it was likely to specifically antagonize either of you. I don't and, really you know, care either way. You want to antagonize me. You can tell me that you hate punk music and I'll be like, okay. I do, I do hate most punk music. Mm-hmm. As a punk fan, I think it's appropriate to hate most of it because punks, there's a lot of output and a lot Ooh, of it sucks on purpose. Punks. Okay, sorry. I, I, I apologize for shorthanding people who happen to like a wide spectrum of punk music. Because mm-hmm. no, I don't no, no. consider I, people that like specifically <laughs> top 40 pop punk or whatever mm-hmm. to be part of that scene. But they are listening to the music. So, you know, you tell me what punk is. Only, leave mm-hmm. it to a fucking punk kid to just be like, oh, yeah, it's quote unquote punk label, man. So uncool. <laughs> Get the fuck over yourself. Sorry. <laughs> Now I am antagonizing you. I'm punchy. Let's fucking go. <laughs> no, 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 no. The boosh segment's actually running a little bit long. So Yeah, uh, speaking instead... of Top 40 Punk, let's get into the moose bouge. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. I like that Haley got in there and scooped that one up. That was perfect. <laughs> that, 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 that was as they call it. That was how French basketball is called. Allez, oop. Anyway, uh... Yeah, so boost topic number one. We're talking about Green Day for some fucking reason. Uh, because apparently Green Day is a political band now all of a but, sudden. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. So, so crazy. Yes. So uh, Green Day updated a lyric from American Idiot to be declaring that they're not a part of a MAGA agenda. And this made all sorts of uh, right-wingers very upset and what was very the original sad. fascist agenda? I believe it was like an idiot agenda or redneck agenda, which mm. was like the original lyric from when they were criticizing George, when they were criticizing W. Bush. I believe that was the original lyric. Who did conservatives that liked this song previously think the American idiot was? Biden <laughs> and Obama and Hillary Clinton. 
I guess. I mean, that would be a pretty tough read from those lyrics, but I guess it's the same people who never knew that Rage Against the Machine was like, they're like, yeah, we love it. It's just like, dude, the, you when you vote, you're supporting the machine we hate. They're like, boo, keep your politics out of our music, man. Boo. That was literally what Elon said. He he made a like a Rage Against the Machine, more like Rage for the Machine joke on Twitter about the Green Day thing. Like, not even original joke, not even coming up with a this is also the same guy who, Green Day specific joke. This is the, and also, he, he's, he's the same guy who said he was like he was he was like you know dressed like Blade Runner or whatever, right? You know, like <laughs> he's just he sees a thing, he thinks he knows enough about it to speak to it on his massive platform that he paid forty four billion dollars for, and because it's his, he gets to do that. And people that continue to use that platform get to listen to it. I don't, but since I use Blue Sky, I still get to listen to it. Thanks, <laughs> fucking Blue Sky. What mm-hmm. a platform. Love mm-hmm. it. Every day, I, like, every day I get a little closer to just straight up deleting it. Mm-hmm. It's literally just people reposting X posts. I fucking hate it so much. They're just like, dude, Elon sucks. Let me retweet him on a different platform <laughs> to boost his signal. And they're just like, how about you just leave the original? Anyway, sorry. I'm about to fucking go off. Okay. <laughs> you can be mad. You can be mad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as Elle was saying, is that this is what's so funny about this was that the original song was criticizing Republicans. Now they're updating it to criticize today's Republicans, and these people are reacting to it like I can't believe this stuff. And the, my favorite part about this is listening to people being like, "Green Day was supposed to be a punk band, but now they're backing the establishment." And I just listened to that, and I think to myself, do you guys remember how QAnon started? It was literally a a, a troll on 4chan posting shit like, yo, man, the president's about to kick all kinds of ass. QAnon is like the most ultimate establishment movement in the world. It was all about the president being super awesome and incredible, and he was going to kick all your enemies' butts, and he was going to They literally want a fascist establishment to kill us all. That's, That's the end goal. Right. That is it. They want the military and Trump <laughs> to kill us. And that's, yeah. that's kind of it's pretty establishment. Yeah. I, I want an authoritarian. <laughs> white supremacy too. Yes. It's just like the most, it's just the most establishment. Yeah, dude, you can't, you can't like fucking, you can't like Green Day and also like that song, Try That in a Small Town. Where that guy is. That guy is singing about being big mad about people like spitting in the cop's face. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like that's sort of so, that is what punk is. Punk is <laughs> like like people 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 that traditionally like fuck with punk music would be, I would say, more inclined to spit in police officers' face than less inclined. But maybe yeah. that's just my personal experience. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Punch a Nazi, try that in a small town. Uh, uh, well, I wouldn't, because in a small Absolutely. town, you guys would, yeah. you, guys, I mean, you guys would probably defend the Nazi in a small town. In in my big city, when you punch a Nazi, you get bro fists and high fives from people. Because like you go, you go you viral on social media. Shout out small town anti-fascists, punch a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I mean the ones that are the ones that are punching fascists in towns where that's like not cool still for some reason, uh, or for the first time ever, considering like you know. America, as we know, it was built post World War II, where we really hated not anyway. Uh, like you know, the people that are doing the Lord's work out there, you, you, you're really you're really holding the torch. You know, it's a lot easier for us to punch Nazis in the big city, pow, pow. but not the Tiki torch. <laughs> yes, I mean, hey, we can reclaim the Tiki torch. That's if true. We start... Reclaim the Tiki torch. It's ours. They get rid of mosquitoes. Yeah. Be- beat a fascist with it. Go viral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
comedy show, not an actual suggestion. But comedy. If you ever came to a conclusion on yourself about what to do with your tiki torches now that you can't just like brandish them because white supremacists, well, two birds of one stone. Take a get rid of mosquitoes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Use your tiki torch to fucking ward off bloodsuckers by beating them with it. That's how they work. Right? Not, you're supposed to just wave them at the mosquitoes. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Find your local bloodsuckers <laughs> and beat them with torches. Yes, I, I, I am in wholehearted agreement with this. But again, comedy <laughs> show. What's great about this is we're going to become the modern day Ray Epps of this whole thing. Because like these guys said a thing and then it happened, so they're deep state and bargo bargo. And it's like, no, we just don't like Nazis. That's really. What I'd rather be the modern to. day Omar Epps. Can I do that? Yes. If I get to choose an Epps, can I be that? Uh, <laughs> we'll be talking more about Epps later. Uh, anyway, uh, but not now. And so uh, M- Mike gave me a bit of uh, cheery question mark asterisk news uh, for our next boost topic, which is to say that QAnon, they finally came around on my uh, my thinking uh, regarding poor, dearly departed, uh, rest in power queen, Janet O. Uh, so, Mike, what's what's the hot, what, are, what are the hot takes of the Janet O death now? Now that they finally uh, so, realize that it's Clinton, it's always been Clinton. Astronaut with a gun always has been. Yeah. So yeah. So they uh, they finally uh, got uh, on this, and the best the best reaction to the whole uh, Janet O. Um, the Janet O. death was uh, Liz Crokin, who's going to be coming up in the headlines as well. Uh, she decided to do what you when when you hear about the tragic passing of somebody else in your movement, the best thing you can possibly do is make it all about yourself. That's really how you show empathy and concern for the tragic passing of someone. And uh, Liz posted, uh, yes, I've seen this in, re- in quote tweeting someone else about uh, Janet O's uh, uh, passing away. There have been conflicting reports on this for several days now. I will wait to comment on this. But no, I'm not scared. And yes, I will continue to expose Pizzagate, no matter what. Uh, The only people who should be scared are the people that I've been exposing for the past seven plus years. And guess what? They are. I just love this, this poor woman. Like this troubled woman commits suicide, and immediately this Krogan's like, "Yeah, Jenny O got Arkansided, but they won't get me, and I dare them to try because I'm the one bringing truth to power. I'm the one who's going to bring this house of cards crumbling down." She posts after our last episode. Is there a chance that she hate listens to us? And she was just like, "You know, Mysterious L has a point. This is pretty shitty biz." Krogan reach out. Yes. I bet Krogan's a lot cheaper on Cameo than Rudy is. I bet she's not even on Cameo, but if she was, oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Nah, dude, I'm just trying to, like, be her liberal mistake, you know? Anyway, (laughs) I have no idea who this person is or what she looks like, so. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so that was basically, she was, like, the headliner of all these things, and, of course, there were more people who were like, I don't know if she's really dead or not, that, like, the white hats have, like, taken Janet O off the grid to protect her, and then down the line, when after the storm has happened, Janet will be returned to society to be a prophet, to preach the good word for us, and I all that I think when they're stuff. pointed at the top with little holes cut out of them, they're hoods. I think those are white hoods. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Well, yeah. okay. I mean, so yeah, like honestly, as listeners uh, who were around for last week's episode <laughs> heard, I was pretty surprised that QAnon didn't immediately seal. I, I mean, 
how is it possible that with whatever one of their own like passes, especially via like you know unaliving themselves or whatever, like what the like what are you? How are you? Like it's it seems in, incongruous with their movement to just sort of let that slide. Like that seems right. like the sort of thing where you have to seize upon it and just be like, "This we can work this into the mythology." They knew too much. Like yeah. the SD logs were coming out and it was going to blow the doors off or whatever. So boom, like you know. But that would be that would be QAnon doing a thing, and and now that QAnon has just sort of become Republicans, like you know what I mean? It's like the, the, the line got so blurry that like now they don't really have to do. They don't really have to do QAnon-related stuff to keep the movement going. They just have to do general culture war stuff. They'll be like, we found a textbook that said slavery was bad. Get them! And it's like, oh, okay. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was... Oh, my God. Oh, because boy, I mean, that, That's can't... another thing. You know what? We didn't have it in the bush, but I'm sliding it in here. Because that's a weird other thing that became contentious this week all of a sudden. What was the Civil War about? Hmm. The Civil War, uh, I wonder what, uh, the, oh, there were a lot of hot button issues at play there. But if I had to guess, I would say slavery was probably the most important one. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, pretty awesome that uh, Nikki Haley decided to absolutely butcher that uh, question on the, on the campaign trail. And this led to, and what's really funny is that this leads to so many people just crawling out of the woodwork to do the whole, well, she was right because slavery wasn't the reason why. And it's just like, shut up. Just you, you all know what you're doing. You're all parroting the lost cause. You're all trying to pretend that the South had some magnanimous reason for doing what they did and not just being about owning human beings, which spoiler alert, that's what they were doing. That's, That's what they said they were doing. And you just had this this argle bargle about that, and I saw a lot of war of northern aggression shit online and all that kind of stuff. And we'll try it again, th- champs. Give it, give it another go. I've always said yeah. it. You know, you yeah. guys have always been really smart and good at wars. So go ahead and try again, <laughs> chief. Anytime you yeah. want to scrap. Yeah. Drones will be and- down in a real quick fight. <laughs> that yes. fight will last not very long. Yeah, and, and and then we had I saw some really weird like leftist Twitter uh, commentary on the Civil War that like the Thirteenth Amendment because the Thirteenth Amendment is like basically slavery is abolished unless you've been convicted of a crime and then like that can be a thing that happened because that was like the commonplace in back in those days was that that was a punishment for you having to work as a result of being jailed was part of the system and these. People are now trying to like pretend that like the North didn't abolish slavery in the Civil War, and this was a cunning like way to trick people into thinking they were abolitionists when they weren't. And it's like you do realize that the South like was had to be forced into accepting the Thirteenth Amendment at the point of a gun because they knew what it did, and then we passed the Fourteenth and Fifteenth Amendments on top of that to like further cement that that equal rights were being given to, to to black Americans. And this was the way it was going to be. And these people were like, nope, America's always sucked. We, we, we've had slavery this whole time. It's like, we don't really need to down. belabor the point. But yeah, the, the last thing I will say about it is, is just, you know, like they don't disagree that slavery happened because there's a lot of evidence to the fact that it did. So obviously they couldn't <laughs> gaslight us into just being like, what, what's slavery? You know, uh, not on home soil. They'll they're happy to do that with the Holocaust, but not on home <laughs> yeah. turf. Hello, 
it's a lot harder to sell. So they are instead just like, well, yeah, so the slavery thing happened, but our real grievance was something else. And it's just like, okay, well, that, so the people that support that now, so it's just like, so you're, you're saying that whatever that grievance was had more value than the slavery. And when the two things were like, we're, we're angry about stuff, you want us to just be like, this is the thing we're angry about the most. The slavery thing we're mostly cool with, like, you know, slavery, you know, take it or leave it, am I right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. I don't think so. So that tells me that when slavery is on the ballot, it's like the number one issue, but maybe that's just me. Uh, let's moving on to, let's moving, L- let's, let's big movings on to next news topic. Uh, or, or boost topic, as it were, which is a little bit of infighting between our good fu- our good friends. Uh, enter the Matrix, or what is it? The Matrix. The, the yep, you got it right. Into the Matrix. Three X's. I knew it was yep. something. The Matrix, but I couldn't tell. Uh, and yep. apparently, I thought this was this a sports thing. Greater nope. QAnon. No, I, I made a in our show notes. I made a I made a dumb theater joke. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and tricked Haley, but no, this is about Enter the Matrix and Greater QAnon having a little bit of a dust up, I guess. So, Mike, what's going on with our favorite build guy? Am I right? So, build Matrix, yeah, Love it. definitely not. So, about yeah, yeah. So for uh, for those of you who are, uh, will have to be brought to speed on this silliness, uh, in the Matrix and his buddy Spooky Groove and their buddy the Authority, all people with incredibly cool names, the coolest names. Uh, the three of them have created this offshoot branch of QAnon where they hate Michael Flynn and they hate Roger Stone and they basically hate everyone who isn't Donald Trump exclusively. And because a lot of the grifter community is very much in favor of this, these people, this has led to a massive like uh, falling out and a lot of like slap fighting and arguing. And recently uh, matrix has decided to just kind of go on a doxing spree. Uh, The main uh, person who was the victim of this was the guy who runs a matrix. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, the guy who runs QAG, which is QAG.news, which for all your hot decodes and baking and all that kind of nonsense, he posted a mugshot of QAG and probably like I, I, I avoided getting too deep into the docs. I don't want to know. I don't care about this stuff to know people's names and shit. But basically, he exposed a mugshot of this guy. He told us who he was. He had been arrested for a crime. This led to QAG posting on uh, on Twitter about what happened and how he, he wasn't convicted of anything. He was in a bad relationship and yada yada. This 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 lady done did things to him that led him going down a dark path and blah blah blah. And then on top of this, um, uh, Awakened Outlaw, who's a guy that we have talked about on the show a lot, he apparently was partially doxxed or they attempted to dox him. They gave out his like first name. Another guy who is a crank who thinks that like basically doesn't believe that viruses exist and thinks that all your problems are caused by parasites and he sells like an ivermectin and other combo platter of quackery. Um, his Twitter handle is like the parasite guy. I think that guy was got caught in the mix up of this doxing as well. And so now a lot of the uh, anonymous or pseudo anonymous QAnon people are furious with matrix and his crew. And they're like, if you want to be private on the internet, that's your right. And no one should have like, out you. And this doxing shit is totally unacceptable. And I 
would like all of you to uh, apologize to me and the attempted doxings that I have been on the receiving end of, because uh, I don't apparently have a right to privacy, according to QAnon. <laughs> um, a couple nights ago, I was uh, DM'd by someone who said they, said they were sending me to a hunter's forum to uh, find out about me because I, quote unquote, have to be a pedophile because I defend this stuff. So that was uh, very exciting. But yeah, so, and uh, meanwhile, the authority is responding to all these as anger by saying, you guys are making this real easy for my lawyer. So please sue each other. Please, for the love of God, make this go to the courts. It'd be the greatest thing in the world if these people actually went to litigation to fight each other over whatever it is they think they're doing to each other. Because it's just... It's just clowns. It's just clowns having a clown fight because they're arguing over a fake religion that they've created in the last few years. And they're like, Michael Flynn is a is an agent of the of God. It's like, no, Michael Flynn is an agent of the devil. It's like, really? Like we're we're already having Protestant Catholic schisms in QAnon. I mean, it's just it's so wild. It's just the most ridiculous thing. And Oh, the last big payoff I saw was Matrix uh, got press passes to a Trump rally recently. And he was like, hey, everybody, guess who gets to go to Trump rallies as a member of the press? And he like tagged like a million QAnon people. And he was like, let's see any of you pass the background check to get a press pass. Boom. How you like them apples? And then Liz Crokin was like, I've been on stage with Trump. I've talked to him personally. I'm like way bigger than you. Shut the fuck up, Matrix. Boom. And it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> really? You're letting Liz Crokin dunk on you? Sound up him. Yes. Just absolutely, just absolutely big footed him. It was so ridiculous. So yeah. So that's where we're at. It's just this giant, bizarre QAnon dick waving contest. And they're all having a great time getting mad at each other. Over just is my military daddy good or bad? And Mike, have you ever yeah. considered going to one of these things? Just like wearing a like wearing a disguise, and going to one of these things, and just having a panel that's just I'm Mike Rands, fight me right now. <laughs> just like and just like on stage, just get into an argument with these people like live. That seems like it might be the ultimate high for you, man. You oh, I would love security, to- but <laughs> just just like. Like I'm the opposition, but I'll come to your home field and I'll fucking get on the stage. Listeners, fund us private security. I'll just sit politely at a desk and I'll just unfurl the banner that says "QAnon sucks shit." You're all dumb fucks. Change my mind, and then you can just yell at Mike Raines for an hour. Oh, I would, I would, I would be glad to do that. If, if there was ever a QAnon, if there was ever a QAnon conference or anything, just put <laughs> two, put two big, big beefy dudes on either side of me at the desk. And I will just sit there, and I will, I, I will argue with people all day long. Um, uh, one of my other friends, L, would absolutely agree. With, I think L had the same sentiments as I, as my other friend did. But one of my friends said to me a million years ago when I started my Twitter account, he said, "Thank God you found Twitter. Now you can have what you've always wanted. You can be in an argument twenty four seven. And I was just like, "Yeah, that's that's about right. That's about how I am." Yeah, I mean, I've I've often said that. Th- th- I've often said this about you. <laughs> you do just love fighting idiots. Just fight, them, fight, them, fight them live. Like get a parents' yeah. face for fighting them. Just show yes. up, show up. Because and you know they'll frame it as just being like, oh, get some shots in on QAnon's favorite punching bag, Mike Raines. But you'll just be out there, just being like, no, you're fucking wrong. You're stupid. Like here's why. Here's sources. 
Do your own research, you fucks. The dream. Uh, I, I, I remember. Shoot, I guess. That, that's it probably... so much shoots me. That it... <laughs> and that's part of, the best part about that is they would totally disown the person that assassinated me. They'd be like, false flag, deep state, antifa. Oh. Yeah. It was probably L. <laughs> exactly. Everybody'd be like, who? Yeah. And then I'd slink away from the crowd all sad that I didn't get anything going. <laughs> <laughs> flashback to me in the crowd it was probably ill anyway one thing I wanted to throw in real quick in Arizona time it better be soon I'm going to be, be, be real quick though it was just uh, it was just I, me and me and El got into a car accident a million years ago and I just remember like after the car accident happened El was explaining it to someone where he was just like yeah after the accident we were all jeeped up we all had to calm down. I just ripped a couple butts, just had to relax. Mike was arguing with some Christians or something, whatever it is he does to relieve stress. I just remember that being your way to describe how I coped with what happened in the car accident. I don't remember that, but I could totally see you like on like a fucking flip phone or some sort of giant agent brick of a fucking iPhone or whatever, just frantically tweeting through the, the, the adrenaline. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway, now now Arizona. it's time for Arizona, our Arizona special featuring Haley, Arizona Right Watch, <laughs> who this week apparently was doing some World War II coverage. What? I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. Yep. I flew back in time, listeners, to. Uh, That's not it- true. <laughs> in, in that era, they would never let a woman fly. It's they would true. The sky gods. He's actually a Vietnam vet. The guy. Um. So, it, this story started to blow up on right-wing channels, uh, including, like, explicit white supremacist <laughs> news, uh, news, so-called news, um, channels that I sometimes follow uh, for research purposes. And I dug into this story a bit and found that our local news had covered it about a month before the white supremacists picked it up. And I think you'll see why the white supremacists kind of love love this guy. So uh, the director of Arizona's Military Museum, uh, his name is Joe Abodili. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I don't care. Um, he got in trouble uh, back in February because during a tour, he said he complained that eventually that they were going to replace him with some gay black woman woke Jew who will ruin this place. Um, And some people complained, obviously. They were like, hey, that wasn't, that wasn't cool, man. Um, So he was forced to go through diversity, equity, and inclusion training. And he went through his like 30 day mandatory and got a plaque, which he put next to his warning politically incorrect rampant insensitivity authorized sign in his office at the Arizona Military Museum. Um, so the board of the Arizona Military Museum was like, all right, we're ousting. We're voting this guy out because um, he refused. to." Re- they were like, sir, can you resign? You know, it's time for you to go. And he's like, I'm not leaving. So the board voted him down and he went completely rogue. and uh f- appointed his own board and refused to leave 
the position. Um, and um, he said what was happening to him was a coup, which is kind of funny because I think that's what he was actually doing. Um, so the museum is currently closed uh, because of what's been going on. And they're going to reopen once they can find a new director. <laughs> um and yeah, so I'm looking into this guy and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Nazi flags all over this museum and it kind of makes you wonder like, hmm, what's up with this guy? And the AZ sent the Arizona Republic, that's like our paper of record here that covered him uh when this all about a month ago. Um they did not like they didn't they didn't they didn't really get into this guy too much. They they were just kind of like waving what he said away kind of as like, oh, it's a war of words. And they're like, you know, um, they're punishing an old man who doesn't know what he's saying kind of thing. But then he in the article, it says like he calls the the reporter a, a, a slur <laughs> while he's while she's interviewing him. Um, and so. Anyways, uh, I looked on his Facebook because I'm like, okay, what's up with this guy? Um, he's He's got to have some crazy racist shit on his Facebook. And, you know, he does, but it's not in the way that you would likely think. He's actually a big liberal <laughs> who really hates Trump. And um, he made a post on the – a couple days after the insurrection – that Mike, I sent it to you. What do you want to prep the audience for this one? Oh, uh, he this guy is just adamantly anti insurrection, and you people that attack the Capitol are wrong, bad, and I hate you. And, They're vandals. Yeah. He kind of predicts that, like, like a lot of these people are going to get away with it because their positions in power, and like he 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 sh he says this is about Republicans. You know who and and uh, the the people who stoke racism and you know it's a bunch of that it's a big old long big old long thing and then at the end I cannot yeah you, we we cannot say any of the words at the end because they are all unbelievably racist slurs um <laughs> um at the end let's see where should I start he said uh we'll start here what this whole trump fiasco has shown is how divided our country is it's not about economics or politics or ideology or the haves and have nots it's clearly about race these domestic terrorists who stormed the cap the the halls of congress were not concerned about the constitution they simply do not like and he says this on facebook mm. n-words mm. slur for hispanic people sand n-words and slur for Jewish people. And then he says, those people are simply ignorant, despicable racists, and their actions have brought the race issue to the forefront. It took a racist president and supporters to do it. And then he signs off on his name. I'm so confused. Yes, it's so bizarre. It's because that, 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 <laughs> In my head, I was just like, oh, nice. Like, I'll wait for this guy to say his, like, surprisingly liberal thing, and then I'll get in there with my fun punchline. Yeah, but then he signed it off, like, these, these conservatives are acting like a bunch of trans black Jews. And what he said was so much worse. 
Yeah, <laughs> like the reality was so much worse than that because he just used all the slurs he that used I all would the never slurs. use for a punchline. Cause... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like there was a part of me when when Haley was like finishing that that sentence. I'm like, don't say any of these things. Stop. Like the, like the, the Jonah, yeah, Jonah Hill. I'm not, I'm not even yeah. sure it was okay to say stand in that context. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's. I honestly, sh- yeah, you're right. I. Although I feel like I feel like if you said s word in word, it would really Muslims confuse people. Is yeah, what it was. Good yeah. lord, yeah. it's like, yeah. Was... So that was the story of the man that was ousted. I think it's fair that he was ousted. I think the AZ, the Arizona Republic, was a little bit. They weren't harsh enough, honestly. If a if a Republican said this, I think we would say it for what it is. This man is incredibly white supremacist and racist. Uh, so yeah, I think it's fair that he lost his job. It's time to step down, Mister Abodili. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> but is he just like a self hating racist? Because he's just like it's like these these domestic terrorists. It wasn't about anything except for the fact that they don't like the following list of slurs. He had anti-Trump memes on his page. He seems to at least be a pretty big anti-Trump guy. You know, Poker (laughs) made a joke. Mike made a joke. He's a he's a RFK twenty twenty four guy, which I agree. That's probably true. That is kind of the energy. A lot of the. Okay, well, that's hilarious. I I made a couple of notes that I just wanted to get to uh, Mm -hmm. before we segue away from this bit, which honestly has been one of my favorite Arizona bits so far because it's just (laughs) so bizarre. It's like the office level bizarre. Uh, (laughs) I think it's ironic that this military museum is shut down currently uh, because of this fracas, because if anyone on the shadow board of directors or the lead guy like brandished a firearm, it would literally be a military junta. He would just be like, no, motherfuckers, I'm in charge. <laughs> so I think it's pretty funny. I, I think you should, I think the museum should be more open than ever. And they should just make it an exhibit. They should. They should. <laughs> and the play thing out. Is, I've never considered how, if you were a Nazi and you're bummed out that you can't display your memorabilia, then working in a World War II museum is like incredible camouflage for you. Just like a perfect, like nailed it. Like, perfect. Like, look, I hate your guts. And I think you're a piece of shit. And like, I would punch you uh, if I could, which I can't because of proximity. But that being said, like, if you have this weird compulsion to have this shit up, like World War II Museum is where you should do that. Like, (laughs) at the very least, you could use it as an educational tool to hopefully, like, I hope he's a self-hating white supremacist. I hope he gets to them. It's just like, ah, these guys suck. The Nazis, they are fucking awful. I hate them. I am one. We are horrible. Uh, <laughs> you should not, you, you should, like, I encourage you to hate all of us, uh, even though, like, you know, I, for whatever reason, I am still one of them. Vote <laughs> Kennedy. Be... <laughs> yeah. Vote <laughs> Kennedy. Kennedy 2024. We're going to the moon. That's how he ends it. And he signs his name off. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> anyway, that's Arizona for you. <laughs> yeah, the 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 part where he's talking about the the motives behind World War II is really great because he's just like there are a lot of factors at play that determined the conflict of World War II, but it really came down to is that the Nazis didn't like and then list of slurs as long as the arm could see <laughs> slurs you don't even say anymore. It's like what are some of these slurs? <laughs> just everybody, just a bunch of just a bunch of people getting their white guilt triggered, just sweating nervously on this tour. It's this guy just says every word they can't possibly say. Except for a couple of guys are like pumping their fists in the back. 
They're the guys who got dip in their lip. They're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he said he made one of the soldiers with his hand on his hip to represent gay soldiers. That's literally what he said. <laughs> I know. It's like, what? <laughs> he, he, posed, he, he posed the mannequin gaily to yes. represent gay people. <laughs> so, some of the best men I ever served with was Lista Slicks. <laughs> It's like, ah, this guy. Stop it. Stop this is, it, guy. Everything is. I believe Stop in equal rights. I love all of my fellow, and then like those slurs, and you're just like fellow. That makes it so much worse. Anyway, all right. Uh. <laughs> I, easily my favorite. Easily my favorite Arizona segment because <laughs> this guy just—he's so funny. I love this guy. All right, sorry. I hate this guy. He's a Nazi or whatever. Uh, hey. Let's move on uh, to our headline news segment. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. It's nice that the bump gives me time to compose myself, uh, especially because it's it's time for my enthusiasm to stick like a fucking stone. Because, of course, we have to talk about Donald Trump every fucking week for the rest of our lives until we die or he does. He will. (laughs) Probably first. (laughs) Please him. Please let it be him. (laughs) I mean, look, I have no dog. I in have that, to right? go to the funeral. I have to go to the. <laughs> that would that would be uh, that's our that, that's our big road trip. That's our oh, next big yeah. road trip. That's when we'll all meet finally. I, I, I will. <laughs> I will remind you that your last big field trip idea was literally January sixth. You were proposing. <laughs> you were proposing that we try to drive down to that mm-hmm. from where we were at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that sounds like a lot of work and I don't want to do it. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that I had that impulse because it ended up going tits up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we go to the Trump funeral and it's like, it's January 6th on steroids. Like so many people go to protest his funeral. It leads to just like an action. Just, just actually, like we get some, we would have got swept up in the big fucking crush of people like storming and they'd just be like, <laughs> thousands of images and fucking like video clips of us just in the crowd getting jostled around so it looks like we're really enthusiastic (laughs) at one point one of us would have seen like what looked like a fire breakout so we grabbed a fire extinguisher (laughs) and just raising it above our heads to try to get to the fire i'm just pointing out all the legislators (laughs) i see rioting in the crowd (laughs) one of us has a gun wait what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was holding it for a guy. He fell. <laughs> he fell. He dropped his gun. I, I picked it up to give it back to him. I was like, oh, God, that gun on the ground is dangerous. And I picked it up, and then I didn't want the crowd to draw it, so I lifted it up and pointed it towards the building. <laughs> okay, anyway, Trump stuff. <laughs> uh, no, this segment's better. Let's <laughs> no, but no. So um, our boy Trump, after uh, his audience celebrated their big victory in Michigan, because Michigan said they were not taking him off the ballot, uh, this was followed almost immediately by finding out that Maine had declared, we are taking Trump off the ballot. And so if the Supreme Court was hoping they could duck this shit, uh, no, not so much. Enjoy. uh, When did did the Maine thing happen? I didn't even hear about that. Trump got taken Uh, off the Maine ballot, too? Yep. Late late last week, Maine was just (laughs) like, we've... Yep. <laughs> yeah, we looked it over. Maine was like, we looked it over, and uh, he's an insurrectionist, not allowed on the ballot, just crossing Trump out. So, yeah. Um, and, of course, uh, everyone started screaming bloody murder about that, and the Maine Secretary of State doing that was totally unacceptable, blah, blah, blah. 
so yeah, so now we are, um, we will be getting a Supreme Court decision about this probably in the next week or two about if Trump's allowed to be on. Because uh, I do remember Colorado saying that like, basically uh, Trump was going to be allowed back on the ballot unless the Supreme Court like stepped in before January 4th, which is tomorrow. So I'm guessing the rubber is going to meet the road on this stuff pretty quickly. And um, so all of that's going on. And while that while that kerfuffle about Trump's uh, eligibility be, to be president is being determined uh, on top of that, he has filed his uh, final uh, brief about having total immunity uh, in the January 6th case in D.C. And basically his uh, the brief that was filed is literal just throwing shit at a wall. There is um, sections of the brief that reference uh, posts he's made on Truth Social. So literally his lawyers are arguing that the things Trump is saying on social media are legally binding and that these are representative of our argument in our case. And we've got this. And it also repeatedly lists a unsourced claim about election fraud in Georgia. Uh, One of the people that I've been following, um, they pointed out that some of the numbers that appear to be coming up from this thing, which again, have no sourcing in the brief, uh, some of those numbers appear to be coming from True the Vote uh, of 2000 Mules fame, and that Trump is just grabbing their horse shit and throwing it into the mix to scream that he was right to do the things that he did because all these states were stolen from him illegally via the human mule and all kinds of other monsters that were out to get him on election day in 2020. So um, it, most people expect him to lose. Uh, he's going to lose the DC thing. And uh, the one big thing that came up beyond that was that Jack Smith was like uh, BT dubs after he loses this, Will let's please uh, have the appeals be heard after the case because we all know what he's doing, wink, wink, about these appeals and what he's trying to do with the court cases. And so let's just stop him on that front. So, like, that little game of chess continues to be played. And so that's going to be very interesting to see how that works out vis a vis when this uh, whole dog and pony show ends and when Trump's trial in DC begins, which is again supposed to start on March 4th. We will see how that shakes out. Did you see that there's like Republican lawmakers who are planning to file legislation that would <laughs> remove Biden from the ballot? Oh yeah, obviously. I mean, that's, yeah, because there's some there's some Arizona fuck who's part of this, of course. His name's Corey <laughs> McGar. He's one of he's a new guy, but he's he's. We always have new guys that it's like a new character you're gonna have to learn because this guy's a piece of shit and he's a loud mouth extremist fuck. So everybody <laughs> get used to that name probably because he's he's one of those guys. That's my I addition just- to this. <laughs> I love the, I, I love the Arizona QAnon conspiracy cinematic universe just grows every it constantly week. grows. We just have more <laughs> nut, we just have more more nutbags trying to get in on the grift and like like a week or two ago Patrick Byrne was like saying I got someone to flip We're, it's all coming out you guys better start rolling because the truth about 2020 is going to be shown any day now 
And it's like, yeah, sure thing, buddy. Any, Everyone any day should trust the guy who got tricked by a Russian spy. Everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Didn't Jackson Hinkle's honeypot just leave him recently? Mm-hmm. Like, all these guys get hooked up with these Russian chicks, and then they get dumped. And it's just, I mean, my God. <laughs> it's going to be real. It, it, how bad do you have to be when, like, your honeypot calls up Vlad Putin and goes, dude, I, I, I can't do I can't be with this guy anymore. Maybe it's maybe it's Vladdy Daddy calling and just being like, okay, you can get the fuck out of there. Come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on home. He Come on home and kiss so the much information. Papa. He never stops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, the, yeah. The, the dream to, to achieve such heights that all of a sudden Russian Russian women become very attracted to you. I've always liked that of Shea Polder White. Men with the bulk yes. yes. oh, oh, very attractive. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, at least a cheerier, brighter topic than the, ne- the next horseshit we have to get into, which uh, is just, I can't believe we're still talking about it. But anyway, uh, let's get right into it. Epstein Flight Logs, baby, they're back. And this time, they're more loggier than ever. Uh, yeah. But I don't know to what degree. I, like I've heard, I've heard some of this stuff bubbling up to the surface, but I know very little about it. Mike, what's going on with the FC flight list? Okay, so this is not the flight. The, so the flight list is what people are recirculating now as uh, being like the breaking news and all this shit. But uh, the, oh, the did, I miss, people... did I misspeak and say log earlier? I meant list. There's there's a list yeah. and a log. <laughs> yeah, but. So what's what is being passed around right now is flight logs, but are there that's not breaking news. The the breaking news is basically a list of names that lawyers have like sourced being in some way, shape, or form connected to Epstein. And that's the main thing about this, is that everyone's calling this like the Epstein client list. And it's not that like the, what's so funny about this whole thing is people are like, release the client list. And it's like, and the reaction to that is, where would this list be? How would you believe this list when it came out? How could it be verified? Do you, do you think like Jeffrey Epstein kept a little black book with everyone's name in it? And on the, and on the back, on the last page of the book, it said, I'm Jeffrey Epstein. All the names in this book are totally legitimate. You must believe that my handwritten notes signed Jeffrey Epstein truth teller. Like, and the, even just, if so, like, you know, granted like i do believe that that guy was up to shady shit and probably was in some like significant ways the monster that you know QAnon portrays him to be like uh but at the same time it's also just like i'm sure he also did just have several legitimate business dealings like you can't you can't be fucking kids with every single person you do business with every single day so like you're going to you're going to be scooping up a lot of people just like who have nothing to do with no crimes they were just trying to you know like i was just trying to get funding for a movie in the 80s man like i had coke with jeffrey epstein one time at a party in brazil and then it's just like yeah but did you fuck kids and it's just like why are you no of course not why are you asking me that stop publicly asking me that you're fucking destroying my life so you gotta be careful with that sort of shit you know like Right. And, and so basically this list is supposed to be revealed at any, at any moment now. And unless the list is exclusively Kyle clients 
for kid sex. If that is the illicit <laughs> list, if they're just like, hey, Jeffrey Epstein kept very meticulous notes for this incredible crime that he was up to, and boy, how do we have that list? Then, yeah, produce that list, please. Like, I'd really like to see that one. If you've like, if if you've got the Jeffrey Epstein verifiable list of all the crimes that he and his associates did, then by all means, please release that list. They re- they release the list, and the list also includes like videotapes of everyone on the list, like looking at a camera saying, man, I'm about to have sex with an underage person. This is great. Thanks, Jeffrey Epstein, for hooking me up so I can, like, feed into my pedophilia fetish. Then just like, okay. Yeah, we, like, we like, like like screen tests, but they're also yes. actually obligated to look at the camera and just be like, this is not a screen test. <laughs> I'm going to do a horrible thing. No, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, but if you have that proof, but again, it's like the Hillary face covering video. If you've got it, just show us. I mean, yes, you have to, just, have just to look at it and be like, wow, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. So this is all happening. And so this was supposed to like come out today or um, tomorrow. But then there was breaking news that uh, Doe 107, one of the anonymous people, had filed a claim to uh, withhold information about themselves from uh, public scrutiny and that they were filing their appeal. And Doe 107, uh, the claim that was publicly released was that uh, they claimed that she would be harmed in her home country if an association with Epstein was uh, revealed. And so again, this is uh, a female, uh, a female anonymous person claiming that they wanted to be kept out of the out of the public revealing. And of course, these lunatics in uh, QAnon and the right immediately started like making up names for who this person was and ignoring the gender in the claim, because right now the new hotness in QAnon is Jimmy Kimmel. It's not just. Uh, uh, Clinton or Obama or Biden or anyone, they they really got an axe to grind for Jimmy Kimmel, and now they're coming for him. And so they're like, "This is who I saw, Trent. Uh, this is if the first thing you see when you search Epstein on Twitter was Kimmel because of sports guy. What's his Aaron name? Rogers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. One of the things that bubbled up to my my shit as well. And I think mm-hmm. it's really right. funny because. Aaron Rodgers is just like, Jimmy Kimmel's probably on that list. And Jimmy Kimmel is then tweeting. He's just like, keep saying that. And I'm going to sue you. And it's just like, Jimmy, that's such a stupid and bad look. <laughs> I'm going to sue you for saying that thing I don't like. It's just like, I mean, it is your right to do that. And you might even win, although I don't super like your chances. Uh, but, you know, like, it, it also just, I, I feel like you, you should just be like, Aaron Rodgers is a stupid moron, is a stupid moron and obviously I have nothing to do with this fucking creepy pedophile who is dead, uh, and that's that. Like, being like, I'm gonna sue you. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jimmy, no. And, and the thing is, like, if you're gonna get into the whole thing about suing people, Aaron Rodgers is just doing this stuff because he's mad because you pointed out that he's an anti-vaxxer and that he lied about his vaccination status during COVID and all that stuff. And again, like Aaron Rodgers is washed up at this point. Like literally he's making his transition from actual football player to right wing kook over the course of the next few years, because that's the only way he's going to maintain cultural relevancy because uh, he ain't marrying Taylor Swift. Uh, he ain't like finding like some other way to continue to broaden his horizons publicly. Um, 
the people that Kimmel should be looking into for like lawsuits and stuff is like Liz Crokin and all these other absolute batshit insane people who are not going to let this go. Unlike Aaron Rodgers, who's like who's like a squirrel brain fool who will just like forget about yelling at uh, Jimmy Kimmel next week. Liz and all these QAnon assholes are just like, oh look, look at this video of Jimmy Kimmel saying like jokes about pedophilia because he's obviously a pedo and. They've uh, they're breaking out all the old clips of like Sarah Silverman and Patton Oswald and all these people who did like routines about that kind of stuff back in the day, and they're just like, well, this is proof that they're monsters that like want to traffic children and abuse them, and now we like, why did you make that joke? And it's like, cause it's a joke. It's a bit. They're they're doing a bit, and you're mad at the bit because you have a tiny brain and you don't understand how comedy works. Like that's, that's the situation here. It's like the, the guy that DM'd me who was just like, Podesta art. I'm like, so is art protected by the first amendment or not? And this guy actually told me there's no first amendment for people like you. And I was like, wow, that's (laughs) take that me and my people being denied free expression because we're bad because reasons. Yeah, your people in the, in that context. I guess he means people that like like sex offenders or whatever. I guess. Yeah, basically. Like, well, I'm. A, yeah, I'm. I, I, in in this in this context, like he. That's also not how the constitution of... works. Like that. That's a slippery slope. <laughs> I feel like just being like, if you've committed a crime, that you no longer get constitutional protection. I mean, unless we're just. I mean, like, if we just want to keep like, if we're gonna start sliding down that slope. I just want to skip a large portion of the slope and just get to fucking Logan's run. Just get to the Logan's run part. 70, 70 is the, we've talked about this before. You're 70. Boom. You get Logan's run. And that's, <laughs> that'd be great. Because when I think yeah, about living past 70, it, it seems horrible. <laughs> just, just Logan's run me. <laughs> Make me yeah, soil green. I know that's a different <laughs> thing, but uh, it's just simply disintegrating me in a, in a light chamber. seems like a waste. Make me a make me a soylent. Make me a delicious high fat soylent, like the wagyu soylent. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't think I don't think Jimmy Kimmel should be trying to sue anybody. That's like a pretty high bar to clear, like demonstrating, like that you were like actually harmed to the point where you deserve who deserve like compensation. I mean, because Jimmy Kimmel is somebody. Like, granted, Aaron Rodgers is also somebody, but like. I, like I don't know. I don't. I don't think there, there's not enough of a power imbalance between the two of them for like Jimmy Kimmel to just be like, eh, he's destroying my like. Unless he's getting like hella death threats or something. I don't know about. I guess it depends on his receipts. It's just a high bar to clear. I just don't think it's worth signal boosting the spat to try to get damage. Like, w- w- like what are you gonna do? Because like you know, Jimmy Kimmel would obviously be on the hook to take those damages and donate them to charity anyway. So just cut out the middleman, Jimmy, and just pay. Be like give give two million dollars to charity. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, what Jimmy Kimmel that what Jimmy Kimmel should do is literally like just say Aaron Rodgers. Yo, Aaron Rodgers, name your like top three anti human trafficking charities, and I will research them and then pick the one I find the best, and I will donate a giant pile of money to them, and I ask you to match my donation. So just like, yeah, just just put Aaron Rodgers on the spot that way. I think that would be a really good way to just sort of be like, I I call your bet and I re-raise you. I'm just going to set you up here. I'm going to be like, boom. I, 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 I hope to God 
in this instance, and maybe only in this instance, that Jimmy Kimmel is worth a lot more than Aaron Rodgers. I just want them to sign a contract and Jimmy Kimmel to just be like, all of it. Like, like all of what you're <laughs> worth. Like $400 million or whatever. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is like, no, but then I'll, then I'll be a hobo. It's just looking like one. And it's just like, well, <laughs> more empathy for the unhoused, you fucking dickhead. And then, <laughs> and then Aaron Rodgers and then Aaron Rodgers will just need those millions of dollars he gets from Pat McAfee to, that McAfee pays him to hang out with him on his podcast. That's like the saddest shit in the world. Ah, oh, the dream. I love that. Yes. <laughs> the dream. Getting paid yeah. millions of dollars to hang out with somebody on their podcast. Ah, oh, there we go. Yes. <laughs> what, 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 what a life lead. Oh, uh, yes. speaking of child trafficking, I uh, ran out of batteries on my remote uh, in an unfortunate time earlier today, and I had to watch the, like, clip teaser for uh what, what is the sound of freedom is that the name of that movie yep and oh my god like the fact <laughs> that the Cavizio said like said with a straight face in that movie just like, god's children are not for sale <laughs> yep <laughs> but they are though that's your job i mean i hate to break it to you but your job is to your job is to clamp down on it which you wouldn't have to do if it's it was his fake job because he's a liar don't get yes it. No, no. I mean, the character, the, the character in the movie—that's definitely yeah. his job. Like that is what, like the, the the fictional version that I was hearing talk about God's children. I, well, as far as I know, it's one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Like in the fiction of the world, that is his job. Yeah, the and it was guy, his job. Certainly yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the real guy's job before he became a right wing grifter and also a massive sex pest. So yeah, I mean, like that guy. <laughs> but yeah, I just love that. Just it was just they—they they were like. How can we make sure that people know this is sort of like a Christian? This is like a Christian thing, even though it's really an action movie about like a guy stopping child traffickers. Which, in a vacuum, it would be like fun for the whole family, right? Like with a good script, I'd be happy to watch like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the '80s, like blow away child traffickers. That would have been great, you know. But uh, they're just like, oh shit, but we're like a weird Christian movie production company, which is it's a disgusting movie. Call, 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 them, yeah, call, them, call them God's children. It's like okay, cool. That's not creepy at all. Yeah, we, we 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 had the action movie about murdering uh, human traffickers. It was called Taken, and I mean, and Liam Neeson just ran around and murdered like seven oh, yeah. million people. Yeah, to that's get an excellent point. Yeah, what a great point, Mike. We we already had Taken, and everybody loved Taken, and he wasn't calling his daughter God's child or any of that shit. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't weird in that way. Keep your weird Christian stuff out of it. It's weird. Yeah, you yeah. and your you and your twelve day long celebration that starts on December twenty fifth. So fucking bizarre, dude. Count up to it. <laughs> What's yeah. celebrate? You, you know what celebrating twelve days of Christmas sounds like a Jewish thing. That's that like what? That, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah. like, the, the, like it's it's certainly more similar to the idea of Hanukkah, which is the nine day celebration over the same time period, than it is my idea of Christmas of being one fucking day. No, <laughs> Christmas is a big holy a big holy season. The the Advent, um, which a listener has informed me of, is the time before. Christmas. So when you're doing your 25 days or 12 days of Christmas, do you do your capitalist ABC family marathons or whatever? It's because you're celebrating the Advent, sir. And we are currently in the 12 days of Christmas still, which I have been talking about with everybody. I, uh, a guy <laughs> said Merry Christmas to me at the dispensary the other day. And he's like, shit, it's not Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's the 12 days of Christmas. And you know what he said? You're right. <laughs> At the dispensary, you caught a stoner at the dispensary and got him. It was him. the security guard. 
Yeah, yeah. The security guard at a dispensary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, that, that'd be like being like, no, he's not drunk. He's the bouncer. Yeah, um, he's drunk. It uh, is a big <laughs> Christian slash Catholic slash all of the sects of those okay. holiday. And, you know, and, I, and like, again, I have to. I, I just want to make my position perfectly clear. I'm sure that on book, like on paper, which is the Bible or wherever the authority for Christian religious ceremony is. Sure. I bet that the 12 days of Christmas starts on Christmas and lasts well into the new year for whatever reason, but nobody celebrates it that way. Nobody. I've never okay. met a single person who's ever celebrated it that I'm, way. I'm doing it right now. I'm celebrating yeah, I it. Mean, you're bringing it back. It's fine. I'm bringing but... it back. Today we celebrate the saints, Daniel of Padua, the, the saint patroness Genevieve. We celebrate the holy name of Jesus, Pope Anteris and William Passivant. You know, you know, so, what the, you know what this description be? reminds me of? This description reminds me of the other thing I mentioned, which is the only people who know what the fuck you're talking about are deeply Catholic. Because Catholics are the only people who heard that don't worship anyone but Jesus Christ <laughs> thing. And we're just like, fuck that. We're going to worship every saint. Every Wait, single one. Every we're going to go out of our way to find people that were cool, that we liked, make them a saint so we can worship them forever. Some yeah. of these saints honestly don't have big Wikipedia pages. They have like two lines. And one of the guys <laughs> I found was like, not much is known about him. And it's like, why do we venerate him on this because- day? What if he was bad? Um, but today <laughs> we celebrate... Uh, on the day that we're recording, listener, today we celebrate the Ten Lords of Leaping. Tomorrow will be the Eleven Pipers Piping. And then finally, the Twelve Drummers Drumming. I will so say we that will I, not... I, briefly, I briefly tried to corroborate the, the bird thing, the fact mm-hmm. that it was all birds. And I also mm-hmm. had difficulty corroborating, uh, co- corroborating that, which is mm-hmm. maybe that I may have gotten hoodwinked by a TikTok. Or I maybe I was just bad at doing research. I didn't try very hard, but I, I did look it up again. It just uh, like, take it trick. I couldn't find a definitive answer either way. I found uh, on uh, on Wayback the original, uh, like the original print of the Twelve Days of Christmas, um, which went, went went up for sale at an art auction, and that's how I went was down the rabbit hole. Uh huh. Oh, well, and, that, that should make it pretty definitive, I guess. Yeah, and it was it was like it was not birds. Uh, for the for the for the drummers and the pipers and the lords leaping and the ladies dancing. Well, the, so I'm it was. Need, I'm going to need receipts. Yeah. TikTok. Guy. I will. You I will. A, I'll send you. You made that a link. compelling argument, but if the original book print is illustrated and it has the actual things in it, then I'm going to need mm-hmm. to see your receipts. You're going to need to bring me better receipts. Yeah, it's from 1800. That book. So. That's fine. And again, th- this part of the, <laughs> the legend I'm willing to totally back down on. Because I, there, it was never, it was never a matter of, uh, of, of general meta opinion. <laughs> this is like definitive. Either it is about a thing or it isn't. The twelve days of Christmas thing certainly started your way, but I am saying that it is mutated into a different thing. And That's the twelve fine. days of Christmas is traditionally leading up to the day, which is me mostly me explaining to the audience, and I want the audience to just be like, why, why are they even arguing about this? It's just like, yeah, uh, the, the people who created the gift say it's supposed to be pronounced GIF. That's fucking insane. It's insane. Dude, I'm maybe not doing Maybe some it. of us want to celebrate Christmas, you know, maybe. And say GIF. And you can share all of your favorite Christmas GIFs on January 4th. Look at my know, likes. The 11th day of Christmas or whatever, dude. Choosy, choosy Catholics choose GIF. Anyway, let's move on to our mailbag segment. <laughs> Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, so up first is DJ Doogie who asks, is Joe Flacco elite? And the answer is if he wins the Super Bowl yes, this year, he would be the most elite quarterback in the history of the world because the dude was literally retired the whole season. And then he joined the Cleveland Browns. They're in the playoffs now, and it's hilarious. It is that, the uh, hilarious shit. that that may be. Counterpoint, the answer is no. Joe Flacco is and always has been a bum. And I don't think winning a late <laughs> in life surprise Super Bowl quarterback ring makes him a less of a bum any less than surprisingly winning two makes Eli Manning any better of a quarterback. So they go fuck oh, themselves. <laughs> oh, I, 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 am, I am going to break a tooth in rage when I when the announcement like pops up on my phone from ESPN, Eli Manning inducted into Hall of Fame. I'm just going to be like, the dude was a 500 quarterback in the regular season who just caught lightning in the bottle for two playoff runs. That does not make you like Hall of Fame. Like Hall of Fame is actual consistent excellence for your whole I mean, career. Well, then, then you're just going to fucking actually die if Aaron Rodgers ever gets in there. People keep talking about him like he's elite. He's got fucking one ring, and now he's talking about flat Earth or whatever. Fuck that club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers is a nut. I mean, he's actually won a bunch of like MVPs. He's actually had stats. I mean, he only has one ring, but I mean, that, that's like, true. He I'll, certainly has better stats than Eli. I just hate his yes. guts. And, oh, and, yeah, I hate him. And, and, and Joe Flacco, also, just a bum. Like, have you seen oh, well, Flacco I, play before, listener? Oh, he's terrible. But, I mean, this is the most comical fucking story in the NFL this year, is that this guy who no one in the NFL would even give him a workout. They were like, no, stay on the couch with your kids, Joe. Fuck you, Joe. And then the Browns were like, oh, we kind of need a quarterback. Come on in and try. And now like they're the kind of like the dark horse to win the AFC and go to the bowl. If like, if anyone's going to like screw over Baltimore and like take that spot for the AFC side of the Super Bowl, Cleveland's definitely possible. I mean, it's not because of him, it's because of their defense, but that would be just the height of comedy. If some guy that was literally on a couch in November, she's like, just shows up at the Super Bowl like this year, that'd just be like, just ridiculous. No way. The only people I'm going to see in the Super Bowl this year is Cutlet DeVito and the fucking Pop-Tart. <laughs> yes. Oh, if only we had, if only we had gone hard on Pop-Tart Discourse, that would have been awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, hey, I'm a fan of the brand Pop-Tarts, if you're listening, you know, hit us up. I've got Pop-Tarts uh, in my recording area as we fucking speak, bud. Trust and believe. Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, which past time period do you think you could thrive the best in? Uh, follow up to my previous question. Sorry if I put you all on the spot because sometimes I ask non-QAnon questions to mix it up. 
No, we, this, this is an AMA. Please ask us non QAnon questions. Also, we are I here to, be... to answer QAnon questions. This is the shit I live for. Also, I think it's right, disrespectful exactly. that Mike didn't bother to let Haley answer whether or not she thought Joe Flacco was a bum or an elite quarterback. Uh, but. <laughs> Yes. Oh, both. There we go. You know, and, and actually, of the answers this season, that might be the most correct. He's both. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, time period. I can go back in time and thrive the most in uh, nineteen ninety two to present. I guess. Like, if I go back and like, can I just re- like if I could relive my life, just knowing the stuff that I learned in my life, I think I'd be doing pretty well. I don't think that's a sp- in the spirit of the question, though. I think it would just be like, oh, I can go back to like the Wild West and rough it. It's just like, no, I'm terrible at rough. I couldn't rough shit. I couldn't rough shit in any time period. I would die immediately. I'm very bad at cardio. I sweat, fair skinned, fat, out of shape. Just you know, the works. Like, like no one, no one to charm in dinosaur land. So what am I going to do there? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Although I yeah. will say for the record that when I'm watching, like my like, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and just about a bunch of random shit. Every once in a while, I'll watch one just on a lark like i'll watch like one of the pr- like primitive technology videos and i'll just be like oh i should try to like retain a little bit of this in case i ever get isekai like if i get hit by a truck and then i wake up in like samurai times or whatever just like oh shit like i watched a youtube video on how to like weave a hat i can weave a hat for myself sick you know like that'd be great <laughs> yeah. um is it my turn do i have to yes. pick Okay, sure. I might be sniping your answer, Mike, because I don't know what you're going to say, but through the JFK podcast that we're doing together, <laughs> um, I want to go back in time to insert myself into uh, photos and video of the day of the assassination, and then I will maintain a hard grift throughout the rest of my life that gives me good money. And um, I would get movie deals with Oliver Stone. I would get podcasts late in life with Rob Reiner. Um, so that's my fantasy. That's where I would thrive the most. I listen to our podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, there, there's you. There's you will not. You will not find a weirder thing in your life than listening to Rob Reiner yell question <laughs> at ger- at geriatrics about what happened to them sixty years ago when Kennedy got whacked. It is the weirdest thing because because Reiner was like in his teenage was a teenager when this happened. So the people he's talking to were like in their twenties and thirties. So they're so old now, and he's it screaming is, at him sometimes. It, it's so yeah, funny. It, it is like because because podcasting is an audio format, and all you have to go with is the voices. And on the one side, you have Rob Reiner really loudly yelling, "So what did you see that day?" And then you have this like old, might not make it through the weak voice being like, "And then the president turned to the left, and I and I saw that he had been struck, and then." <sighs> Uh, let me let me take a hit of the oxygen, Mr. Reiner. And then you get another voiceover of some guy that you just got introduced to that's like, he's saying this. <laughs> it's, so, it's so bizarre. Oh, my God. Yeah. The idea that yeah. Haley's, Haley's answer is she would love to go back in time so that she could be in the Zopperter film so that she yes. make a little bit of money in the future. I make so much money. I'd- like, Dude, the, like that's you know that's me or my descendant of the Zapper film. Like I can speak to that. It's just like 
you could do that. It's so like if you're just gonna go back in time to make money doing that, like just go whole hog. You go, go back to the Hindenburg disaster. And go, ah, the terror, ah, the humanity, and then you just like run in from off camera. And you're just like subscribe and hit that bell. And just floss dance for like twenty seconds in front of the burning Hindenburg, and then when you return to the future, you're like a jillionaire because uh, you're just like, oh, I've returned to the future where people love me because I'm grifting. And they're just like, no, you you're rich because you're a time traveler. Everybody's really into That's true. time travel. You got like a book deal and movies are made about you. They're just like, dude, you can travel through time. That's sick. Like we saw you floss dance in front of the head of Mary. That was hilarious. All those people were dying. It's so funny. On Encarta. In 1995, when I was at school on my computer in Carta. <laughs> all, all, all I can think of now is like I've been watching these like YouTube dancing videos, and I'll, that's the, on my in my head now is just those dancing videos in front of the Hindenburg, just photoshopping in the people doing the Dougie <laughs> as the Hindenburg burns in the background. It's perfect. Oh my gosh, uh, doing a stanky leg. I don't know what it is yet, but it's right there. It's the leg is so stanky. Anyway, <laughs> Mike, what time period do you have to Yeah, where are you going? Where are you driving? Uh, I would, um, I think I would probably want to become, again, this involves me actually being able to pull it off, which as Elle has explained, I would not be able to do this. So I, my actual answer would be something akin to Elle's where I just basically am myself before Texas Hold'em got big. And then I can just be an elite poker player because my rudimentary knowledge of how poker is played is would be mind blowing to somebody in the in the nineteen nineties. Like they would just because dude, imagine how good you be gathering. Oh my god! Oh yeah, no shit. Oh my god! I, I, I Kai Bud would be a bitch compared to me. I just like be smashing everybody at MTG. It'd be ridiculous. But I mean, b- back in the ancient times when uh, people were like still learning how Texas Hold'em worked, they thought Jack-10 was the best possible hand to start with because you can make all the straights with it. And if it's suited, you can make a ton of flushes. Like the idea that pocket aces was the best hand was like revolutionary. And only when math bore it out where people were like, oh, right. When you just start with the two best cards you could possibly start with, that's really good. So it's like that kind of stuff. But if I lived in the ability to actually like do something wild or crazy. I would basically uh, start like an abolitionist cult in America, in America somewhere during the civil war and probably lead to like all kinds of like, just like slave rebellions trying to like, just uh, cause fomenting all kinds of insurrection and dissent in the South and then after the after the war is over, as the North is like dithering with reconstruction, I would just like try to like take one southern state and just like make it the state where like just have all the newly emancipated slaves go there, give them guns to fight off the KKK, and they just like have that state. So like in the modern day, it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, Arkansas is just like ridiculously democratic because that was just like the, the that was just the state that like the that the emancipated slaves took over, owned it, and they didn't let the white people who enslaved them have it back. And it's just so, like, that would be, like, my thing. Like, the ultimate dream, of course, would be, like, doing that to, like, Texas or some shit, but that would probably be a bit of a, that'd be a bit of a heavy lift. So I need to pick a smaller state. Take Texas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
Yeah, we're not going to miss it here in the future, which would then become our present. In fact, we, we would yeah. literally never miss it. We would just be like, oh, it's always been like that, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, those are the two options of which the of, of the two, obviously, being a poker player that has like forbidden future technology would be the easier. Uh, and then finally, uh, Snorlax CPAP asks, anyone know what River Ninja uh, Ron is up to these days? Suspiciously quiet. Also, NFL question. CJ Stroud is the rookie of the year. How far will the Texans go in the playoffs? <laughs> you guys are hitting us. I appreciate that we're doing a football answers Q&A at the end. Well, it's um, going to be that time of year, man. We're getting in the playoffs. Yes. Yep. Well, the Texans have to beat the Colts this week to even make the playoffs. Uh, so if they do, I mean, it all kind of depends on the matchup they get. I mean. How about your New the Patriots? How are they doing? Ah, uh, they're dead. They got they 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 died a death, and literally this week I am like that was what I was looking forward to. So I'm just going to jump ahead to that. I looking forward to them losing this week. They got to find a way to lose. We we need to lose this game so badly. The Jets suck shit. Is it is it, so is, it a be... tank, is it a tank for Tommy situation? Yeah, it really is. It's a it's a like if they lose, they end up with like the third or second pick, and if they win, they can fall like as far back as like seventh. So it's just one of these things where. If you lose, you may get the quarterback of the future. If you win, hope you like left tackles. Oh, man, the excitement, the pizzazz of having a We already got the quarterback of the future. I seem to remember remember a draft that was with abundant quarterbacks who all totally panned out and are doing great. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that draft was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah. What a a, a time to be alive. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So as for Ron, uh, he's mostly just kind of surfing that wave of QAnon bullshit. He's like posting the standard like Riddler Q tweets every now and then. But it kind of feels like his moment in the zeitgeist has kind of passed him by. He doesn't really have any snap on the fastball. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, obviously, he'll be looking for some new grift in the future. He was going to start that WikiLeaks for UFOs. And then he decided to become an election integrity specialist. So he's going to want to do something. He's going to try to get himself back out there somehow. But for the moment, not so much. For the moment, he's just hanging out, being like a creepy weirdo, doing whatever creepy weirdos like Ron Watkins do. So... <sighs> There we go. Where where in the world yep. is Ronnie Watts? Probably oh. sucking the charisma out of a void somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot. I had a question that was supposed to be answered offline, but I'm going to answer it quickly here as well. My I'd God. like someone to explain the reason why Q left 4chan to go to 8chan. Uh, in kayfabe, Q said that 4chan had been corrupted. In reality, it's because you can't, like make an identity on 4chan. You like your posts, you have to sign them and shit. But anyone can do that. Anyone could have been Q. On 8chan you have trip codes and shit. So like you could actually like kind of build the brand. And also probably because Ron Watkins wanted to steal it and move it to 8chan. So I'm probably another reason why that happened. So yeah. <laughs> but I'm also going to post that online for that person because they wanted me to do both. There we go. Well look, look you're yep. getting it right under the wire. Yes. And like, so the final question, as always, is what are you guys looking forward to besides the Patriots losing this weekend? <laughs> the rest of the 12 days of Christmas, because we still got a couple to go. Boom. You, you got two more days and then you're done. No more Christmas for you. Mm-hmm. I, I, Friday, I feel like... we're doing a big blowout. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I feel like because Haley was raised Jehovah's Witness, she's now like, I've got holidays. I need to suck the marrow out of those holidays. It's this is like, the first I... time I've done this. This is a, this isn't just the, it, <laughs> but it's been funny. It's been a funny month. I bet mean, I mean, you're learning a lot more about Christmas than most people. What up? <laughs> yeah. I actually Chelsea, didn't. I barely got any gifts. I did. I sent one gift. I, I'm not really. It's. This, <laughs> Um, Halloween though I do like Halloween because you get to dress up. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! I, I, did, did I mention that I one of the Christmas gifts I got for one of my friends this year was, uh, it's a big book of like surviving after the apocalypse. Wow. Well, re- re- related to the the previous question about like so, like if I could take that book with me, man, I'd be I'd be big doings in any era. You know, because it's just got like a bunch of like, I think it was like a Kickstarter thing or whatever. It's a very well put together sort of like slightly tongue in cheek, but just a big book of generally useful stuff. Like, here's how to fertilize things properly. And, you know, here's how to make rudimentary things. And here's some like, like starting a new society, like social guidelines and things like that. It's weird. Here are some guidestones you can put up in Georgia. No, don't do that. You'll make people crazy. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't have anything specific that I'm looking forward to this week. Uh, I'll have a big one next week. But this week, uh, I don't know, man. I'll just say uh, my next orgasm. I don't know when it's going to happen. But whenever it does, it'll probably be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, that, that look of horror was what I was looking for. <laughs> Beautiful. Great yes. response. You know, uh, looking yeah. forward to the new the new year, right? Twenty twenty four is gonna be killer. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an election year. It's so hard to look forward to an election year for me, just because I know that like we're we're gonna get in, down into the fucking mud. We're really gonna get down to it this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so beyond the Patriots losing this week, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the normalization of my work schedule because. The holidays just bring people out in droves and like finally we're going to be back to people working their nine to five jobs without vacations 24 7 365 so actually being able to walk into work on a tuesday and then just being like oh man people are not here not every table is full of people just thirsting for more blackjack oh thank god oh man because i i get an i uh, when you when you work in the casino industry, you are working weekends, and I accept that they're busy because everyone else is off, and that's where we we work. But when you're working weekdays in in casinos, like it's supposed to be chill. You're supposed to be able to actually like take a breath and relax for once. And basically, all of December was just Woo, party time in the casino, and it's like, oh man, finally January is here, and you people can now like start paying for all your Christmas gifts and everything that you put in the credit card. So be gone with he be gone. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just looking forward to increased laziness is what you're saying. Yes. Oh God. Finally. Yes. Finally, finally being able to not have uh, dealers working 10 hour shifts, stressed out of their minds being like, I was supposed to get out four hours ago. It's like, yeah, I know, but you can't because we're busy. And that's the way this works. And uh, welcome to the holiday uh, season, motherfucker. Yep, pretty much exactly. Welcome to the exactly. full, welcome to the full twelve days of Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> Damn right, bunch of damn gambling Catholics up here. Anyway, yep. thank you so much for listening to the show and supporting us uh, with your ear holes. It's time for us to board the backs of our army of lords of Lieben 
and uh, leap our fucking way out of hell world for the week if you'd like to continue to support the show even harder but still for free you can give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from if you have money and you want to give it to us lord knows we will take it you can visit us at patreon.com slash poker politics uh where you can donate as little as two dollars per month and as much as what's our most recent tier like fifty thousand dollars or whatever some insane thing I, it was a joke we did a while ago but it's still up there if you've got deep pockets uh if you donate five dollars or more a month you get access to our slate of bonus content which is like the big incentive if you're interested in hearing more from us there's you know 50 60 hours worth of bonus content there uh across a wide variety of topics and formats uh including stuff from when sarge was still on the show and new stuff now that Haley has arrived uh so thank you for so much to all of the beautiful babies up in the crib including our most recent beautiful baby randy raymond who sounds sort of like the host of an adult variety show in the spirit of Pee Wee Herman. Uh, so thank you so much, Mr. Randy Raymond, for your support and for the support of all of our other beautiful babies. Woo! Shout out! If you have money and you want to do some good within the world, uh, we trust you to use your best judgment and find a good place to put it. But if you need a suggestion, uh, love146.org is the one we usually go with. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And as we all know, God's children are not for sale. Thank you so much to DJ Minimal Effort for the use of the original theme song that Mike remixed into the cooler theme song that we have now accidentally. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't build a strong house without a good foundation or whatever. So good work, DJ Minimal Effort. We love you. No social media for you, and I don't think you listen to the show. So in fact, fuck you. You're the worst. We hate you. No, just kidding. It's all love. Uh, shout out to our boy Frosty at Frosty VO on Blue Sky. Our friend Frosty friended me there, alerting me to his presence on Blue Sky. So you can find the voice of all of our bumps and the voice of Q when we need it uh, on Blue Sky at Frosty VO. Uh, you can technically find me on Blue Sky at Mysterious L. Who cares? Uh, you can find the show uh, that you're listening to at Twitter uh, at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. You can find Haley on various social media platforms, including Blue Sky, uh, at Arizona Right Watch, uh, AZRW. And then Mike Rains, of course, on all social media, at Poker Politics. Look at us. So prolifically on social media, you wouldn't fucking believe it. So for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hell World podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the mysterious L, joined as always by our, our expert in all things Arizona crazy, Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. And our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.